Welcome to the Psych Central Show, where each episode presents an in-depth look at issues from the field of psychology and mental health, with host Gabe Howard and co-host Vincent M. Wales. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Psych Central Show. My name is Gabe Howard, and with me, as always, is Vincent M. Wales. Vin, say hi. Hi. Was that okay? We... Did, I, did I need to do that again? Because... <laughs> Oh, the wheels are off the bus in the beginning of the show rather than the end. But luckily, to hold it all together, we have a great guest, a young woman named Tanara Simpson. And I don't want to spoil her bio, so I'm going to let her tell us about herself. So, Tanara, please introduce yourself and welcome. Hello. Hello, everyone. My name's Tanara. I'm from Michigan. I am a certified peer support specialist at a treatment clinic. And I worked with Jansen. We have a very good relationship and in hopes of getting my story out there to inspire others to seek treatment and live a happy life. And Tanara, what is that story? Well, I suffer from schizophrenia. It all started around, I would say about 2009 and um, I just was going through a lot and I ended up having symptoms and at first I didn't know what those symptoms were trying to tell me but eventually I ended up seeking treatment and I've been doing good ever since I found out what works for me and works for my body and I'm doing great to this day and I'm just a basic girl. I had a really mild childhood and I did sports and I went to high school, graduated from high school, did some college. And today, like I said previously, I am a certified peer support specialist at a treatment clinic and everything's going good. Fantastic. Tanara, tell us a little bit about the symptoms that you mentioned. What, what kind of symptoms were they? Well, at first I started to isolate myself and um, then that um, expanded into me uh, not wanting to shower or put on clean clothes and I started hearing voices and they were very very prominent and I also started seeing certain things and it just scared me so I ended up having to find something you know to help me cope and it's just everything was so dramatic for me. Um, the voices were very, 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 very out of the ordinary for me. I've never known anything about, you know, schizophrenia or any other mental illness. So everything was a big shock. You say you were hearing voices. So was that the, the first uh, symptom that you noticed, the, the hearing, the, the auditory hallucinations? Actually, yes, because um, me isolating myself, that was nothing new. I was the only child, so I sort of did that type of thing already. But yes, the voices, and, and they were very strong. Uh, they were telling me to, you know, hurt myself and hurt other people. And it frightened me because I've never been the type that, you know, like hurting anyone. I've always been a very nice young lady. But, um, yeah, they were telling me to do all sorts of things, and it really frightened me real bad, and that just helped my isolation out. Well, now, now did, did you recognize that they were hallucinations, or did, did somebody help you out? Like, how did you come to realize that the voices weren't real? 
I didn't know they weren't real at first. I thought, you know, these things were really trying to prompt me to do certain things. And, you know, um, I didn't realize what they were until I went to the hospital and uh, they told me, you know, you have schizophrenia. So that right there just was like an eye opener for me because I didn't, like I said, I never knew anything about it. So that's kind, that kind of made me do a little bit more research. And then I figured out, okay, the auditory and the visual hallucinations, they're part of the illness. And so that's just, I just got a little insight as I went along through my treatment journey. Tanara, can you give me an example of what some of the, the visual hallucinations were? I would uh, see like things appear like dark shadows or sometimes I would think I seen like a ghost or sometimes I would think somebody was signaling something to me like people out in the public and it was just a lot of things and I just didn't really know how to register them. So I kind of tried to ignore them, but they just kept happening and I was like, man, something's going on, like real serious. Wow. What was the turning point? What, where was the moment where you went from being symptomatic to, to seeking help? Well, it, you would think it would have came after my first hospitalization, but it didn't. It took for me to actually um, get in a bit of trouble and uh, actually spend a couple nights in jail. And then I went to a hospital for a while. And that's when I met a very kind-hearted psychiatrist and she actually gave me insight to things and I learned some things while I was sitting in the hospital and that just made me say hey I can have a life outside of this I can I can I can do things you know that I used to love doing and so um with her help and with the help of my support system I actually started making making positive choices and doing better and living better and trying to be more healthy and stuff. And it all contributed to how well I'm doing today. That's incredible. One of the things that you said is while you were in the hospital, you learned some things. Can you give us an example of of something that you learned? First and foremost, I suffered from a lot of trauma. And um, they basically told me that that was, you know, one of the things working against me, you know, um, the trauma. And they also introduced me to triggers and, I um, started understanding more about what was actually making this thing more prominent and making it happen more. And so once I identified the triggers, I was able to try to avoid those triggers and not keep going down the same path. And it also taught me a lot about, you know, how to handle when I do hear the voices or anything like that. So it really equipped me with a lot of knowledge that I wouldn't have gained really unless I had been in that position. So tell me, when you were diagnosed, that had to have been quite a shock. What was your process like when you were trying to deal with that? Well, at first, it was I was mainly embarrassed because uh, my family really didn't have a lot of that. Um, my grandf- my great-grandfather, he was um, diagnosed with a mental illness. We're not sure which one he was diagnosed with, but it just made me feel odd because no one else in my family I felt could really relate to me because I was going through this. And um, it was very, it was a very scary time. I never knew if I would ever be able to come out of it and live a happy life again. I just felt very, very discouraged. But, you know, eventually after I got all the information I got, I started getting a gleam of hope. And 
And one thing my grandmother told me, she said, you never know where this will take you. Like, don't be discouraged about it. And right there, that just helped me get better and helped me become motivated in order to be successful again. That's great. On that note, we're going to step away for a moment to hear a word from our sponsor. We'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp.com. Secure, convenient, and affordable online counseling. All counselors are licensed, accredited professionals. Anything you share is confidential. Schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your therapist whenever you feel it's needed. A month of online therapy often costs less than a single traditional face-to-face session. Go to betterhelp.com forward slash psychcentral and experience seven days of free therapy to see if online counseling is right for you. Betterhelp.com forward slash psychcentral. Welcome back. We're here with Tanara Simpson. And Tanara, I wanted to ask you, what would you say is the biggest thing that's helped you in your recovery journey? The biggest thing that helped me, I believe it was um, my treatment team, like the nurses I encountered, the psychiatrists I encountered, and some of the people who, you know, give me the clinical support. That was a big thing to help me. And then um, also my natural support, um, they really helped me a lot. They um, never made me feel like I was any different and, you know, they just helped me get past one of the, one of the most darkest parts of my life. Well, we've talked a little bit about before diagnosis and we've, we've talked about your diagnosis, but how is life today? What are you up to? Are you working? Yes, I'm still working. I'm still a certified peer support specialist. And um, actually, what's cool is that I have my review um, from my job coming tomorrow. So I get to sit down with my boss and see how I'm doing. Last year, I got above company standard, and I was very, very proud of that. And um, also, right now, with me working with Jansen, we have, I have a video, and um, you can go to realschizophreniastories.com and view the video. And for every unique view, a dollar is donated to Mental Health America, and I just would love if everybody could go and visit and share and just like everything. You never know who it might inspire, and that is what my main purpose is, to uplift and inspire. So basically, I'm just living life. I do have a boyfriend, and since you'll see in the video some things are talked about in detail, and um, just to give people an update before you see the video, I have moved out. I have a wonderful boyfriend. We have a great relationship, and everything is going slightly well. I don't, <laughs> I don't like to brag too much. I don't like to brag too much. I just, I'm a humble being. So I'm just going to say everything is well. <laughs> well, you are certainly inspirational. So l- let's talk about a couple of things. You, you first off for our listeners, we'll have a link to the website that you just mentioned in the description of this program. So if you're driving, you don't need to, you know, risk wrecking and writing it down on your arm. But Tell us about that. Like, like, how did this come to be? I, I mean, did Jansen pluck you off the street because they saw you walking? Or how did you get involved in this? Where's, what was the connection there? Well, actually, um, at the treatment center that I'm a part of right now, um, a, a doctor from California came in and some people were talking to him about, you know, a little bit about me. And he actually, me and him actually did some things together and then he connected me to Jansen and that's how we've been hooking up ever since. It's been great. It's been awesome. A very awesome experience. And I appreciate them so much because they work so hard and 
I just, I'm so grateful just for them and people like you, you know, who, who are doing things out here to help get that stigma down some. So I really appreciate everyone. Obviously, Vin and I believe that, that talking about mental health is is really one of the best ways to educate people to reduce the stigma surrounding it. We don't believe that people are stigmatizing people with mental illness because they're malicious or mean or evil. Uh, we believe that they just don't understand. They're, they're uneducated and they don't know. And, and obviously, our mission and Psych Central's mission is to get as much information into the hands of the public as possible. And uh, it's your mission, too. So... We're, we're all peas in a pod here, so we can't thank you enough. I just wanted to say it's, like, overwhelmingly awesome that you guys actually are doing that because, you know, like you said, a lot of people don't understand it, you know, and, like, we need to have, like, more first mental health first aid classes and stuff for families and stuff. And, you know, like, I'm working on – I'm eventually, hopefully, that's something I can really bring to the table, some of the things that I – ideas I have about it. So, I mean, we're all just doing a great thing. We all should pat ourselves on the back. We can spend the entire show talking about how overwhelmingly awesome we all are. And maybe for a future podcast, we will. <laughs> hey! <laughs> no, we won't. We will not. I, but no, I understand exactly what you're saying. There, there needs to be a counterbalance to all of the negativity that's out there. You know, when, when something bad happens when it, and it involves somebody living with mental illness, the media is very quick to, to pick up on that and, and report on it. But when something good happens, you know, the, I, I always joke that when I give a speech about living well with bipolar disorder, the media doesn't show up, but you know, if I if I snapped and started throwing cans at a convenience store window because of bipolar disorder, well, that would probably make the news. And, it, yeah. you know, that's sad because I do way more good than I've ever done bad. But exactly. it, it's it's not covered the same way. So. So, yeah. So so kudos to you and, and kudos to you, Vin. We're just going to give kudos <laughs> to everybody. Kudos to our kudos. listeners. Woo! Kudos to the listeners. <laughs> I've interrupted Vin now three times. He has the next question. Go ahead, buddy. Oh, sorry, Vin. <laughs> oh, not your fault, Tanara. I'm going to blame the redhead here. <laughs> so my question for you right now is, I'm sure there are some people out there who are going through situations that are similar to what you've experienced. What would you like to tell them? I would just like to say, um, first and foremost, don't give up on yourself. Uh, just you know, get in there, ask those tough questions to your treatment team and find out what is going to work with you and just try to look at it as a positive thing because if we didn't have anybody with mental illness and we wouldn't have anybody to understand what's going on, you know. And I always uh, question myself throughout my treatment, like, why is this happening to me? But the awesome part about it is that you are unique. You are worth a happy, successful, long-living life. Like, don't be wrapped up with statistics. Don't be wrapped up with that. And just, you know, get out there and live and find out what it is that makes you happy and what makes you smile. And never give up on that. And I promise you, you will be okay. You will be fine. Just try to think positive. Everything is so negative. Try to find something positive to think about every day and just do that until you're not doing anything but thinking positive. And I wish you all the best and 
there's always light at the end of the tunnel. That is that is incredible advice for anyone. Now, Tanara, we, we know that, that being a peer supporter and, and being a mental health advocate makes you happy. What is something completely away from all mental health, schizophrenia, advocacy, peer support? What's something that makes you happy that's not related to, to the mental health world? I like getting out doing karaoke. I like to sing. Um, I like writing music. I also like just with family and doing girly things like shopping and getting my nails done, getting massages. Like, I just love enjoying just life. And I try to do different things. And I like traveling. Like, I just love just people. I like meeting people. Like, I can go somewhere and meet a dozen people and I'll be so happy. Like, I just, I'm just, I, I'm not an introvert. I'm, I really put myself out there. And I just like being around happy, positive people most of all. That sounds great. So what do you want to do next? What's uh, what's on your agenda? I really would like to be an ambassador for my job. Um, they don't really have the position, but I've been talking to the owner, and um, I did put a bug in her ear about it. But if that doesn't happen, I'm not going to get discouraged. I just want to keep expanding with my peer support, um, networking, and I want to um, – start running more groups like we're starting i'm starting a group monday at my job and um hopefully that goes good so that can give me some experience and i just want to just perfect my craft as these days go by but i take it one day at a time i'm not trying to rush anything and um i really want to get into fashion i really want to do that i want to somehow make some small brand and get it out there and just keep expanding on it so i got a few things to work on I haven't started working on everything yet, but I got some ideas and hopefully I'll stay steadfast with them and get it done. <laughs> well, we're looking forward to whatever you do next. We are positive that it's going to be great. Tanara, thank you so much for being on the show. We we really had a great time. You're you're a wonderful guest. You're an inspiring individual. And just listening to your voice makes me happy. So keep doing what you're doing. You're you're right. The world needs more good in it. It needs more positivity. So so just just keep being you. Thank you. And I'm very, very excited for this opportunity. And I just, you know, wish the best for the show and everything that you guys are all doing. And I'm just happy to be able to have people listen and hopefully someone gets inspired by this and I feel like I've done my job, my purpose here, you know, to uplift and bring light to people that are in dark places. You've done it. Thank you so much. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in and remember you can receive convenient, affordable, private online counseling anytime, anywhere. Visit betterhelp.com now. And that's a wrap. We will see you next week on the Psych Central Show. Thank you for listening to The Psych Central Show. Please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you found this podcast. We encourage you to share our show on social media and with friends and family. Previous episodes can be found at psychcentral.com slash show. Psychcentral.com is the Internet's oldest and largest independent mental health website. Psych Central is overseen by Dr. John Grohall, a mental health expert and one of the pioneering leaders in online mental health. Our host, Gabe Howard, is an award-winning writer and speaker who travels nationally. You can find more information on Gabe at GabeHoward.com. Our co-host, Vincent M. Wales, is a trained suicide prevention crisis counselor and author of several award-winning speculative fiction novels. 
You can learn more about Vincent at vincentmwales.com. If you have feedback about the show, please email talkback at psychcentral.com. There are few words more misunderstood and misused than OCD. Imagine having unwanted thoughts stuck in your head all day no matter how hard you try to make them go away, and then having to pretend that everything is okay despite having to feel crippled inside. That's OCD. One in 40 people suffer from it globally, but there's hope. If you have OCD and need help, you can get better with specialized treatment. NoCD offers effective, affordable, and convenient treatment for OCD and is covered by many major insurance plans. Go to NoCD.com to learn more. That's NoCD.com.